This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. So, the Missouri School Improvement Program, or IMSIT, what is IMSIT? Well, it's the state system for reviewing and accrediting local education agencies, or LEAs. It outlines the expectations for school practices and student outcomes, with the goal of each student graduating ready for success in college and career in life. A lot of anticipation yesterday as it related to DESE scores coming out yesterday. First thing I do want to let you know, they're saying, well, you can't use these to compare to previous years because we have changed how we did this. And this is, by the way, as we bring you this this morning, this is right after I spoke with Desi, uh, with the head of Desi, Margie Van Dieven, last night at an event, the annual uh, Missouri Statesman of the Year Award going to uh, Senate uh, Senator John Rizzo. Uh, he is a uh, Democrat. Margie Van Dieven was there last night. Spoke with her a little bit, not so much about the test scores, because we were there to have fun, not talk business. And then the second thing I want to do, here are some local headlines, Marsh. We're going to find out which local schools did the best and which did the worst. You probably already know the answers. Uh, here's some local headlines. Latest testing data show K-12 student performance dropped dramatically across Missouri. I don't know what they're comparing that to. CPS scores in the bottom half of state schools in DESE's annual performance report. As a matter of fact, Helen Wade. Yeah, right. Helen Wade, by the way, she's one heck of an attorney. She really is. Uh, she's done some very questionable and downright despicable things while serving when she was president of the Columbia Public School Board, namely shutting down a meeting for absolutely no reason. We've played the audio a hundred times here on the show. I don't want to revisit that, but you know how I know she's a good attorney? Uh, well, we could ask Eric Greitens' ex-wife. <laughs> In that custody battle, uh, Helen Wade was the attorney who repped Sheena Greitens, and she did an incredible job. She is a great, uh, great attorney. Here's her take. We were presented with an update um, from by our superintendent, uh, which contains some fairly uh, dismal data. Dismal data. How's worth? What was uh, the jaws of uh, CPS? Do you know what the reaction has been from PR as it relates to the CPS? Because that's the former president of the school board, current school board member, uh, saying uh, dismal data. Dismal data. Yeah, I, you know, I know that they always take a look at that sort of thing, and 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 Michelle and Doctor Yearwood will will try to improve on it. The number, the numbers are, you know, and Chuck Basie, who's running for school board, former state representative. He said on this show about a month ago that the test scores in, in CPS were, I believe he used the word atrocious or horrific. I mean, it was it was a, a very strong term. The comment from Helen Wade is not a whole lot far from what Chuck said yeah. here on the show. So you can say uh, current school board president. Uh, Current school board member Helen Wade and Chuck Basie agree. By the way, there was a forum last night, candidate forum. Uh, if you are voting in the Columbia Public School District school board race, you're wanting to know who to vote for. You vote for Chuck Basie and John Potter. John Potter and Chuck Basie. More local headlines following the release of scores. Uh, this relates to specifically CPS. CPS scores in bottom half of state schools and Desi's annual performance report. New report card shows a stressed CPS and key ap- academics and absenteeism. I bet their absenteeism is high. Their buses hardly run. They have issues all the time with this company, this contract to do, do buses. We get complaints all of the time. Uh, again, there's more problems for them. This from the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. New rating system shows decline for Missouri schools. Now, uh, we'll go back to the, uh, the COVID pandemic. 
uh, when she was uh, what government it was not a COVID pandemic it was a government pandemic it was a pandemic of poor decisions by government officials nationwide uh, and not man we had some I appreciate what Gover- Governor Parson did he said I'm going to let local leaders figure out what they want to do and we can see around mid-Missouri folks that clamped down and said well we're going to take kids out of school put them in face masks and do all this and there was a whole bunch of folks saying you know we think it's a bad idea to take kids out of school especially the least vulnerable to what now a lot of doctors are saying yeah covid uh, pretty much like the flu because remember what they said before this is nothing like the flu they also said oh the masks aren't helpful then they said they were helpful then they said they weren't helpful and then they said it didn't come from a lab i said well a couple of uh, intelligence agencies now say that is the most likely course. So you can't follow this stuff. And we had said, and I want to say this, and I want to give some kudos to a uh, 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 former wake-up uh, mid-Missouri family member, Laura Nowser. served on city council. Uh, she was part of the family here for a couple of years. Once you're a member of the family, you're always a member of the family. She said, listen, you, you take kids out of the classroom all right, or you put them in masks, especially these young kids. And I think about Stephanie Bell's kids. By the way, Steph is back tomorrow. Uh, her, her, the very formative years of her three young kids in masks, out of school, things like that. People like Laura Niles were saying several years ago, watch the test scores, watch what happens uh, to kids. I was looking at the numbers, and it's interesting that Columbia and Jefferson City both got 70%, which translates into a C-. minus. If you go back to our era and all, and, you know, a couple of districts that handled the, the pandemic differently, you know, Jefferson City spent a whole lot more time in, in the classroom, and they still came out with kind of a dismal middle-of-the-road report. Yeah. Uh, St. Louis Post-Dispatch, new rating system shows decline for Missouri schools. Oh, and did you see this in the St. Louis Post-Dispatch also? <laughs> I saw, yeah. The 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 interesting thing about the the spat between Congressman Gates and Congressman Lutkemeyer is the headline in the and by the way a good write up and and uh, you handled it very well and it was a good write up written by Joe Holloman who covers radio and television for the Post Dispatch he doesn't write the headlines those are written by a copywriter I'm sure in St Louis but the headline was Florida man and I don't you'll have to look up the headline but it was something Florida man criticizes Missouri congressman. Well, he's not a Florida man. He's a prominent congressman. I mean, yeah. uh, and, and they were, it's it's like some guy, you know, sitting down in uh, Jupiter, Florida or something, criticized Blaine Lutkemeyer. It was Matt Gates, um, And they are being criticized by that. Yeah. That, that. The reporters don't write that. Those are written by copy editors. Yeah. But yes, it's gotten a lot of attention. It reminds me of like the dumb criminal stories that I cover in What's Hot with Hannah. Florida man. Florida man. <laughs> and your brain immediately goes, uh-oh. Uh, so uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll back up a little bit here. Congressman Blaine Lukemeyer on the show the other day. Stephanie Bell asked him about cam- more cameras in House hearings, things like that. He did not say any names. And I said, uh, Matt Gates, And he went to town. Matt Gates picked it up on Twitter. Marsh, did you see the latest Twitter numbers on, uh, on that post this morning? 312,000 views. Oh, your little old show here in Wake Up Mid-Missouri. 312,000 views, hundreds of thousands of shares. The video, the video from your favorite morning show, <laughs> uh, the video clip has been viewed over 100,000 times. The St. Louis Post-Dispatch. This is why we call this Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Uh, we're a local radio station to Centralia, to Jefferson City, to Columbia, to Boonville, to Montauk County, to Callaway 
by the way, Callaway uh, Lincoln Days coming up Monday. Mm-hmm. Check that out. Uh, we are local to Sturgeon. We are local to Moberly. We are, are local to uh, St. Thomas. We are a local radio station here in mid-Missouri. And I think the story from the St. Louis Post-Dispatch picking up a story... From your radio station, right? And I'm not saying this to brag, and I hope I'm, I'm not sounding not, that way. I'm not. not. So, I'm, I'm, that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to. That is the impact and the influence of this show. That is the impact and the influence because of people like John Marsh. Good morning, John. Good morning. It's because of people like Brian Houseworth. What's up, bud? You know, uh, good morning. Um, I, I, your question to the congressman was a good one. He responded. There's got to be some history between Gates and Lutkemeyer. There's got to be something somewhere. But the the um, the, the Post Dispatch wrote about it, and uh, and I expect it'll continue to get picked up. Uh, Stephanie Bell. It's because of people like her, and because of people like producer uh, Hannah. So, uh, Cherie Tolson Reich, one of our local state reps, she's going to be joining us six thirty five. Might talk more about so legislation as it relates to these poor performing schools, according to test scores. Uh, she's uh, she's going to be joining us 635 for that. One of the other things we're doing this morning, Attorney General Andrew Bailey uh, sent me an email. He says, hey, look, here's some of the top consumer complaints. But it's Missouri. Top complaints, consumer repl- uh, complaints from the state of Missouri. It's pretty cool. We're going to do that a little bit later this morning here on the show. So the best performing schools in mid-Missouri, according to these DESE test scores, Cole County. Cole County uh, District's uh, RV and R1. Yeah, R- which R- would R- be <laughs> R- R5 is Cole County <laughs> Eugene. And, yeah. Thanks Did for you c- just say RV? <laughs> RV, yeah. They don't have any physical buildings. And R- they just have them in big RVs and they drive up and down the highway. On today's episode of Wake Up in Missouri, Brandon learns Roman numerals. Hey, remember how we were just bragging about how great and impactful this show is? And then the main. Oh, it's hum- impactful. <laughs> the, the, I don't know if it's the desired effect, but it's impactful. Yeah, what the heck? And the host doesn't know how to read in Roman numerals. Come uh, on, Joe. Cold County RV <laughs> and Cold County RI, which is Rhode Island. <laughs> R1. R1. Uh, and R5. Uh, top performing schools, according to these test scores. Pretty and good. It's, yeah, pretty impressive. Uh, and by the way, the test scores, it's like a combination of scores and attendance. It's a, you know, they create this this formula. Um, Fulton uh, doing okay. Jefferson City School District um, doing okay. Sheree Tolson Rice here at 635. Talk about, uh, talk about this more in depth. And it's amazing if you look deeper into the numbers. And, these, and here's why this matters. Even if, if, if you don't have kids in the school, maybe you have grandkids in the school, a couple of months ago, when you went to the tax assessor's office and you paid your property tax bill, did you look? Did you look at it? And I will tell you, and I'm being honest, like there is a, my heart dropped when I saw how much I pay for schools and how poorly they perform, as we have evidence of this morning. When we see things that happening like kids being taken to, uh, to, to, to drag shows and not telling parents about it, my heart broke. When I when I looked at my property tax bill, and John, maybe it's maybe it should be like your IRA. Next time you pay your property tax bill, maybe you shouldn't look at how much you're giving to schools. <laughs> you know, you yep. don't look, but it hurts. It's infuriating, and it's especially sad. for folks on fixed incomes. You know, I yeah. mean, retirees and lower income folks, and they, you know, you don't have an option. You, there's a bill, pay it. 
Yeah, you, you don't have an. You have to uh, pay it, and you kind of want something in return. And the bigger point is, and I'll, and I'll, you know, we could look at what's happening in the Cole County schools and how well they're doing, and Southern Boone and people, and that's why people want to move to places like Ashland. That's why people want to go to places in Cole County because their schools perform well. It is ultimately good for the community, and we can look at other Mid Missouri school districts, i.e., Columbia Public School District. Uh, the superintendent should resign. Any decent human being who has done what he has done to this school district should resign. And he's not not doing it. Just won't do it. And that's sad because that's ego and it's poor decision making. And he's hurting not just kids, hurting not just parents, but you hurt our community. You ruin our community when whenever we get national press coverage for our school districts, uh, it's not good you know it's tried and true we opened up the front flap to the circus tent this morning and out came a big old puff of smoke that's getting us into <laughs> t- t- <laughs> to today's daily dc rundown stephanie's back tomorrow so one of our neighboring states oklahoma went to the polls yesterday to vote on the legalization of recreational marijuana now they already do have medicinal marijuana there was a late blitz of opposition from faith leaders law enforcement and prosecutors and obviously a big push on the side in favor of the final results oklahoma said extinguish that dude man Uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh we don't want it don't pass it around don't pass it did not get passed around (laughs) here here We'll vote on it next time. <laughs> the final vote was 63-38. Oklahoma would have become the 22nd state to legalize adult use of the weed. Join conservative states like yours truly that have approved similar proposals. Many conservative states have also rejected the idea. Arkansas, North Dakota, and South Dakota, as we kind of look around what's happening around here. The Republican governor there, Kevin Stitt, and many of the state's GOP legislators uh, opposed the idea. Uh, everybody pretty happy about that. President Joe Biden's support of a republic. Listen, look at what hap- what's happened over the past couple of days. Joe Biden potentially going back to another. It's not the first time he's done this as it relates to illegal immigration, but potentially going back to another Trump-era policy. Why? Because it's a conservative idea that worked. And now, Biden's support of a Republican resolution to block new District of Columbia crime laws as split members of his own party amid rising concerns about crime in the nation's capital and other cities. Now, this uh, was something Washington, D.C., they wanted to lessen penalties for serious crimes. What the hell are you doing? You don't lessen penalties, especially now. They wanted to do it. Uh, And because D.C. is not a state, uh, the folks in Washington, D.C., in the Capitol building have some say-so. So this was a GOP-led disapproval resolution. It will easily pass the Senate today with ample Democratic support. I think this is part of that snapback, Marsh, where we look at Lori Lightfoot. People voted for her because she was the black female lesbian. I'm going to vote for her because she's black and lesbian. That's woke as it gets. <laughs> That didn't work out so well. You look at several yeah. universities across the nation saying we're getting rid of this uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion language because it's BS. And now Democrats, I think, they're going, man, crime? That's a real problem. We shouldn't do this. I see it as snapback. You know? It's interesting. Well, it's that same debate we've heard about uh, on more of a local level about state control potentially for St. Louis law enforcement. This is kind of a federal overreach. That's right. They're saying, hey, listen, uh, we got to do something different here. Uh, Biden admit, oh, this is a good move. The the one country you, you want to relax COVID-19 testing restrictions on? Travelers from China. There you go. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. 
Here we're, we're almost, John, it sounded almost like we were this close to giving Joe some kudos for going back to a Trump-era policy on illegal immigration, for supporting a Republican resolution to do away with lighter sentences in the District of Columbia. And then he says, oh, you know what, on China, especially right now on China, we're going to relax testing on the COVID stuff for people coming. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Trains at 6 a.m. every morning. She spent years working to shave off seconds. She's the captain of her school's team. He's just a mid-pack finisher, but not today. Unfortunately, this competition was over before it even began. Woke left-wing politicians are destroying girls' sports. Tell Biden and his radical allies, no men in girls' sports. Boom. Uh, that's an ad. Citizens for Sanity. How? What a simple name. It's a simple name, but it says a lot. Citizens for Sanity. In other words, y'all are insane right now, pushing this transgender stuff and, and allowing this unfairness in sports. And here's the thing, and I want to preface everything that I'm about to say next with State Rep. Cherie Tolson Reich. Listen, we don't have any issues with transgender people. I'm a very accepting human being. I, whatever you want to do doesn't matter. But when you start affecting high school athletes, female high school athletes, by allowing dudes that think they're chicks to play, that's wrong. And that ad sums it up. That is flat out wrong. We had somebody on the show, and I, I apologize for not remembering her name. I can barely remember Hannah's name sometimes. <laughs> True. But, yeah. Uh, we had on, she was a, a, a place kicker for Hickman High School. And she came on the show. And she was playing in on the boys' football team because I don't have a chick football team. And you know what? You know why she got to play on the team? Because she was good enough to play on the team. That's why. And I, I subscribe to Dave Chappelle's thought. You know, if, if you want to do all, if you're good enough to play in the dude sports, go ahead. That's why we keep the sports separated. And this is not a chauvinistic thing. Science says men are physically superior to women. That's science. So there is nothing. It doesn't mean that we are cold-hearted SOBs for wanting fairness when it comes to our kids in schools. Discuss more on this. State Rep. Cherie Tolson Rice hanging out with us this morning here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Brandon Rathert is here. Stephanie Bell back tomorrow. Brian Houseworth, John Marsh, producer Hannah is here. State Rep. Cherie Tolson Rice is joining us. Update on what is happening with transgender legislation in the Capitol. Hi, good morning, Brandon. Thank you for having me on. Um, so bills are moving in the House and the Senate. Uh, they've had public hearings, and uh, it hasn't come to the floor in the House for a vote yet. But Representative Chuck Basie had previously uh, pushed this legislation uh, last year and before. And just like you mentioned, it's, it's not fair, the biological differences. And so this is one of the uh, House priorities is to get this across the finish line by the end of session. So the priority here isn't anti-transgen. The priority is fairness for these. Absolutely. That's what and, it is. And not just sports, and, and this may upset a lot of people or a few people, actually. Um, but, you know, we're also working in the House and Senate to to ban uh, surgeries of healthy body parts and, and hormone therapy of these children's 
that are under 18. If you're 18 or older, you can do to your body yep. whatever you want. Yep, and I agree with that. I, Sheree, there is a point in time. So my first name is Henry, and I used to never share that because I was afraid somebody, oh, it's not Brandon Rathard, it's Henry Rathard. I'm going to go I'm gonna go on to onlinecourtfinder.com and find records on him. Uh, but now that all my stuff is out in the open, I don't care. I've gone by my middle name, Brandon, for years. I wanted to change my name when I was a kid because I despised the name Henry, despite the fact that I was named after my dad, grandfather, great-grandfather, so on and so forth. And they, they put it to me two ways. They said, well, let's wait a year. And this is just a name change, a legal document. This wasn't my body being mutilated while I was under the age of 18. That's not what it was. They said you can wait a year, and then after a year, come back to it, or you can wait well, until you're 18. Exactly. I was at CPAC uh, over the weekend, and they had a young woman who had transgen transitioned to a man and then regretted that and said, you know, she was manipulated and, and convinced she was a boy, and now, she, you know, she, she had her breast cut off. Now she'll never, um, you know, be able to, if, if she's even able to have children, never be able to nurse them and, and other issues um, that she's going to have to deal with the rest of her life now because she was so young. It is morally reprehensible that people would allow people to, to make lifelong changes to their bodies at such a young age when before the brain is fully developed that is flat out sick. By the way, at CPAC, I heard you were partying with Jen Pukowski and Stephanie Bell. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, and uh, don't don't believe what you need, see in some of the mainstream media when they say, oh, no enthusiasm or the crowds were small. No, enthusiasm was very high. And uh, I, I had a great time. I had breakfast with uh, Colorado Congresswoman Lauren Bolbert. I got to meet and talk with uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, among others. Uh, who's, uh, who's hotter in your opinion, Nikki Haley or Lauren Boebert? Lauren Boebert. <laughs> Thank you. All right. <laughs> uh, local state representative Cherie Tolshin Rice is, uh, hanging out with the show this morning here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Uh, representative, we appreciate you uh, taking the time to join us. Brandon, his reported this morning and mentioned some of the test scores. You and I talked just uh, last week about test scores at CPS, and you told me that they had been dropping since 2015. I think the comment from Helen Wade that Brandon played said the test scores have, or the results have been dismal, I believe is the term she used. You have filed a very simple bill. Essentially, it would authorize charter schools to operate here in CPS. You talked to us about a week ago. Any word on where that bill is? Have you had a chance to hear anything new from Mr. Plonker about when this is going to come up? So it has not been referred to the Education Committee yet, but I am following closely Senator Bill Eigel has a bill that would, would allow expansion of charter schools to any city over 30,000. And if I can at least get a public hearing, uh, that would give me an opportunity to maybe throw it on as an amendment. But Representative Brad Pollitt uh, from Sedalia, we passed in the House yesterday what we are calling a transfer bill uh, that kids could transfer in or out of school districts. Now, uh, a lot of schools I've been getting emails about are against it, but the thing is, you can opt in if you want to. Your school board makes that decision, and only 3% of a school's population could transfer out. 
in any one year. And so it's not doom and gloom. It's not the end of the world. And um, we need to keep pushing down the road more, more and more school choice and options for these parents and children. If I can follow up just very quickly, Jess Piper, uh, who Brandon knows he was on a television show with, she's going to be here in Columbia speaking at the at the Boone County, I believe, Democratic Chili Supper coming up. But she tweeted just yesterday on this issue, and this is what Jess Piper writes, who's a, a Democratic activist in northwest Missouri. She's not elected, but well-known with her Twitter following. She writes this, quote, privatizing public schools is big money the big name folks you hear pushing for privatization are generally on a retainer from a billionaire pay attention and quote your thoughts on that i don't believe that i don't know her um so i i don't really know i what what her thought behind that is but i don't believe it but when I see Columbia has 70% score, they're the second lowest in Boone County. Now I have to brag, Hallsville is number one. Ashland is a super close behind at number two, then Centralia. And, of course, all three of those schools are in my district. But Columbia has consistently, I've been following these APR scores for years. Now what I'm going to do is an in-depth dive into the Columbia buildings. And you will find the school buildings in North Columbia that I represented for the last six years are just abysmal. And and so the rest of the schools, say in South South West Columbia, is what pulls that up to even 70%. So this is unacceptable. These kids are failing. Uh, the school is failing these kids, and they, and they need help. Okay. All right. State Rep. Sheree Tolson-Rice joining us this morning here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Uh, by the way, and this is, uh, I don't want to catch you off guard, but just thought I'd ask, have you seen any of the Tucker Carlson stuff on the previously unreleased J6 footage? So because I'm working yeah, okay. uh, That's what 12, 14 hour days, I've just caught bits and pieces. Okay. But I sat on a, uh, in, on a session at CPAC, six of the people that were arrested, uh, convicted, and are now out, um, gave their true stories. But this, this film, uh, I mean, the, the footage that's been released, and, and I wish it could just go go worldwide and not just from Tucker only, um, is it, just what we thought. You know, people think we were conspiracy theorists. But when people were letting the big buffalo guy ride into the house chamber and, and opening the gates, you know, uh, it, it, it's, it's unbelievable, you know, when, when the uh, committee on J6 selectively chose certain pictures and yep. certain yep. things. It, it's a big lie. Uh, and it is interesting. And we have coming up 710, the truth about what is going on there. Kevin McCarthy, we have audio of him this morning reacting to Tucker Carlson airing that footage that Kevin McCarthy gave to Tucker uh, that Tucker aired the other night. We're going to have some of that coming up at 710 this morning here on Wake Up Mid-Mo. Anything else? Oh, and I want to mention this real quick before we let you go. I want to thank Kurt. I was trying to think of the name of the young lady that uh, that played for Rock Bridge High School. And I said uh, Hickman. I think it was Rock Bridge. Trying to think of the female kicker that kicked on the team because she was good enough to play on the team. Uh, it was Sophie. Thank you for that, Kurt. As always, State Rep. Sheree Tolson-Reich, we're appreciative of your time here on the show this morning. Anytime. Take care and have a great day. Right, coming up, Hannah was talking about, it sounds like a radio feature. We're talking a little bit now. The St. Louis Post-Dispatch has picked up your little old radio show here out of Wake Up Mid-Missouri. And the headline is something, a Florida man goes after Congressman Bladen Lukemeyer. But a Florida man, it sounds almost like a radio bit, doesn't it? 
It does. It sounds like how I would intro a stupid criminal story. It sounds like something you would hear at What's Hot with Hannah, which we do every morning, 725-ish. Doesn't it, John? It sounds like What's Hot with Hannah, and she would lead off with, well, a Florida man. And that would be all except for this. <laughs> except for this. St. Louis Post-Dispatch has now picked up uh, our conversation with Blaine Lukemeyer as it relates to Matt Gates. Matt Gates uh, retweeted somebody had po- John Combast, johncombast.com, posted some video of our conversation with Blaine Lukemeyer the other day when we asked about video, more video cameras uh, on the House floor. And then I asked him about Matt Gates. Matt Gates picked up that tweet. It's been viewed over 300,000 times. The actual video itself, 100,000 times and now the st louis post dispatch has picked up the uh has picked up the story kind of interesting coming up a few minutes from now so instead of florida man i've got one for you hannah a mocaine man oh boy. this is wake up mid-missouri with brandon rathert he was in the bin the bins were overflowing that's ashland uh city administrator kyle michelle who uh, said uh, yesterday telling krcg Say, uh, listen, we've got an issue with our recycling. So recycling in Ashland, apparently people were dumping trash. And here's what my guess is, and I don't know if this is a fact. I'm just surmising here might be a possibility. But we see how uh, neighboring town of Ashland, Columbia, has mishandled city leadership as a whole for a lot of years now, has mishandled trash collection. And is what happened, especially after that city came out with the monogram trash bags that you just dumped out onto your front yard, what would happen? A lot of people say, I'm not I'm not buying these bags. I'm not doing it. They were taking their trash, and then they would take it to other dumpsters around town. Isn't that what you do? Yep. Isn't that what you do? No. Oh, come on. What? I don't live in Columbia. Uh, you've never brought your trash from where you live to Columbia? I did once because I was scared at my apartment. But any, so is what we had happening, and we heard this from <laughs> big coons in the dumpster or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, More like sketchy people around the trash cans. Isn't that a weird, weird place for sketchy people to gather? Is around a big dumpster. Well, it's my fault for trying to take my garbage out at three in the morning. Uh, but. Probably true. Uh, so is what you had happening? Is people said this is crazy? They're like, and you had a two bag limit. I mean, just ridiculous. So you is what you had people doing is you had people taking their trash and they were going to like businesses and and businesses in the town of Columbia. They were getting frustrated. So I'm guessing I don't know. Maybe you had a lot of folks from Columbia actually taking their trash and dumping it into these re- the recycling bin in Ashland. Uh, and so that they've taken it out. And they said because people they're putting trash in it. And uh, apparently, whoever recycled it said, we can't take this anymore. It's supposed to be recyclables, and you're putting, there's too much trash in it. We can't spend our time going through banana peels and dirty diapers and coffee grounds to try to get an aluminum can out of there. We're not doing it. Uh, ideally, they'll be coming up with a uh, solution. Welcome into the show. Wake up mid-Missouri. Stephanie is off today. I'm Brandon Johns here. Producer Hannah, Mr. Houseworth is here, uh, too. Okay, so he's talking about a Florida man. I love this one. Do you know what you're doing yet, uh, by the way, for What's Hot with Hannah at 725-ish? I do. All right, is it a good one? I think so. What do you got? I I can't give it away. I can't sell the sizzle yet. All right. No. Come on. What are you, a rookie, Rathert? Um, but it sounds like a story where Hannah w- would use a story in What's Hot with Hannah. It would sound like a Florida man because in Florida, there's a lot of people there and there's a lot of crazy things that happen here in Florida. But how about this? How about this headline? A Mocaine Man. I like it. Huh. Yeah. A Mocaine Man. Uh, this according to uh, CBS Channel 13 here locally. Uh, apparently, a Mocaine Man was charged 
He had drugs inside the Callaway County Sheriff's interview room. Prosecutors charged a Mocaine man, accusing him of bringing drugs into the Callaway County Sheriff's Department, according to court documents. Uh, happened towards the latter part of last year as deputies were talking to this dude about another investigation. I don't know if they just brought him in and said, hey, dude, we want to talk to you about this. And he thought, okay, I'll show up. Or I don't know if he had been apprehended and brought in. I'm not clear here. Well, I hope that he wouldn't just decide to carry it in on his own free will. A Florida man. That's true. (laughs) Uh, Apparently... Uh, so deputies were talking to this dude about some investigation. They walk out of the room, I guess, to go get some coffee or something. So they're watching on camera. And you would think if you're being questioned in one of these rooms, I'm assuming you would know. By the way, you're on ca- You're always on camera. As a matter of fact, we're on camera. You can watch us on our YouTube channel. Wake up in Missouri. So when he was alone in the interview room, uh, they watched on camera. The dude moved something from the rear of his pants to the front of his pants. That's not suspicious at all. And isn't that weird, too, where people will put these drugs, they hide them in their drawers, and then later they ingest these drugs? Gosh. Uh, the deputy said the guy gave him uh, gave him a bag with six individually wrapped bags with a crystal rock-like substance uh, in it. Tested positive for the meth. That's not mine. That's what I always like, too. Like, you just pulled it out of your pants. I don't know That's how. That's not mine. I don't know my how. pants. How these got into my drawers, officer? I have no idea. 